0: This episode is brought to you by Cox Home Life. Cox helps make your home smarter. And now you can pull up your Home Life cameras on your TV with your Contour voice remote and some simple voice commands. To learn more, visit cox.com slash thisishome.
1: This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply.
0: Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Set. <laughs> the Simply Said podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is the podcast where we talk about practical ways to live well, do good, and be happy. And practical has to be a part of it because these have to be things I can do in the middle of my crazy sitcom life, working, raising a daughter, you know, living through a pandemic, those little things. I know you're looking for this stuff too. And I'm excited for today's interview because it's a topic that we haven't covered a lot here, and that I think it can be so powerful and so fascinating. So today we're going to talk about design and feng shui and creating luminous spaces. And when we do that, we elevate our own spiritual practices and our own life experience. So I'm excited today to have our guest, Maureen Kalamia on the show. Welcome, Maureen. Hey, Polly. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, Thanks for making time to do this. I think this is a fascinating topic, and and I know you're an expert. Maureen is a feng shui consultant and teacher, an inspiring thought leader in feng shui energy and consciousness, and she's written all about it for the Huffington Post and Ohm Times Magazine and all over the place, and she teaches others about this. She's written a book about it called Creating Luminous Spaces, which is awesome. Check it out. I, I told her before we began the show that I ended up reading like every line to my husband because I was getting excited about how we can bring this stuff into our own lives. So we're going to talk about it today. So welcome to the show. I want to get right into it, Maureen, because I have a ton to ask you.
1: Uh, sure. Are you ready? Are you yeah. buckled up?
0: All right. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, First of all, I want to get into your own story a little bit because I think it was inspiring. It was really about chasing a dream, it sounded like. I mean, you you were interested in one direction but went another and then came back to this later in life. Is that right with your study of design and feng shui and, and spaces?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was I, very young. I kind of came to some kind of esoteric teachings. And the first one I happened upon was astrology and got really interested in that. I mean, as a 12-year-old, I was doing my own astrology chart. <laughs> wow. In the 70s, you had to do it by hand, you know. Um, but yeah, it was something, it was, something, um, it was really more of an understanding of who I was at a deeper level that that took me at an early age on this journey. Um, and then I, you know, as, as often happens, life can get in the way. And I just kind of was uh, of the more practical, as you said before, the practical stuff of, of life. But I came back to uh, my spiritual practice in my mid-30s with um, some more, um, you know, kind of family trauma um and, uh, and and then found my way to feng shui and all of this amazing stuff tell me you, you're
0: you titled it your book and you talk about it throughout the book this this line this phrase a luminous space luminous spaces which i loved because it felt so expansive to me whereas feng shui is is one type of practice you talk about some other practices i want to get into but What is a luminous space, and why did you identify it like that?
1: Mm. Oh, well, um, when I was writing this book, I kept going back to this one scene that um, I had when I was 22 years old on a beach in Maui, and it was kind of an unexpected little... engagement or experience in nature where I was alone, it was early, early in the morning, and I'm not an early riser, but because I'm coming from New York, I was like wide awake um, in Hawaii time at like 6 a.m. So anyhow, I had this experience of sitting on this beach and watching the sunrise, but the sun was rising behind me and it just cast these amazing shadows on um, the mountains, and I just sat there, just kind of amazed. Like I'm in Hawaii, <laughs> I'm on the other side of the world, and there's this amazing sun that I see every day at um, my home. And um, and then everything in the in my immediate environment seemed to come alive, and there was something within me that came alive and merged. It was a transcendental kind of experience. Mm. And I just sat there kind of in awe. And, you know, that, that scene stayed with me my whole life. And whenever I needed to go to a place in nature to do like a meditation, I would go to that beach and I would feel my body in that space with all of my senses. And then when I started writing this book, um, actually, the word luminous came to me through astrology. Interesting enough, um, there's something called Sabian symbols. And oh my gosh, if you're at all into depth psychology or archetypes, you're going to want to look up Sabian symbols because they're amazing. But um, the Sabian symbol for my son in Leo, 27 degrees Leo, is the luminescence of dawn in the eastern sky. And it really struck me, that word luminescence, and I, I kind of played with it um, a little bit. And I, I came to Luminous Spaces, and that's what I named my business. And when it came time to write the book, one of my teachers, I, I had a different name for the book, and she went, why don't you use Luminous Spaces? And I went, oh my gosh, <laughs> because that's what this book is about. So that's kind of the, the long story of how I got there.
0: I love the word and I felt like this is what that book is about too. And I feel like this is what we are about, right? Lighting Mm. up and, and not even lighting up, but noticing the luminescence in our own soul, in our own lives, in our own homes, both the inner and outer. And it really, um, it really, I I write about energy a lot. I write about vitality a lot. And so that word really struck me. Um, Mm So good job. <laughs> good job on that. <laughs> Thank you. What What also struck me uh, is that you're not, in. And, and I've read some about feng shui and, and, you know, moving things around inside, but this is not only about that. You're talking about, about our merge or re-emergence with both indoor and outdoor spaces, nature is a huge part of this mm-hmm. and should be a huge part of our practice, according to what you write. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. do you think that's so important and how have we gone away from that? What has happened when we've gotten away from that?
1: Ooh, that's a big question. Um, I, we only go big here, Maureen. We go I big know, here. wow, okay, So. <laughs> so, when I was studying feng shui, um, you know, there is that surface level that a lot of people are aware of, you know, uh, you know, lots of people are aware of what feng shui is from a very high level. And it tends to be kind of that like art of placement um, and interior decorating kind of thing. But what I really kind of sunk my teeth into early on was this really ancient uh, understanding that everything is connected, right? And, and all these different philosophies um, show us that everything is interconnected. And one of the most amazing things is our interconnection with nature, because we are part of, part of nature. Mm-hmm. And I loved how feng shui had this concept of the five elements, which is in everything in nature, And because we are part of nature, it's within us as well. So I saw it as like a wonderful bridge between our inner world and how we think and how we behave and our outer world and how we design our outer world and how we move about it. So um, I I saw those as just like a wonderful bridge. Um, The other concept that I came upon in my, you know, early in my studies of feng shui was this concept called biophilia. And it is a psychology term that talks about our love of living things, like our love of life. And we, as human beings, gravitate toward life when we're healthy. <laughs> we gravitate toward life. And, um, and that is, uh, you know, something that I just really connected with. And the fact that over, you know, really only the last couple of hundred years, we've increasingly become disconnected from the natural world through our indoor environments. And then, of course, in the last, say, you know, 70 years, our homes and our workspaces have become isolated from nature. Um, Hardly anything within our homes was real like raw materials of nature it was processed of you know everything processed you could imagine and lacquered over um and especially our work environments too so um there's been a lot of research that backs up the fact that when we bring nature indoors to our work or to our living or healing environments we um we create this um, environment for greater well-being in all ways. I, I want to get into some specifics. Wood, fire, earth,
0: metal. Do Are we all a combination of all these natural elements or do we lean toward a specific one? Are we mostly one thing
1: with pieces of the other or how does that tie mm. in? Yeah, um, definitely we are composed of all of these five elements, but we tend to have one that is our predominant um, element from where we like work from. Our main motivator in life is usually driven by one, sometimes two elements. How do we discover what those are for us? Um, there's a number of systems out there. Um, there is uh, Chinese astrology and Japanese astrology, which, um, which uses the base of the five elements. And so you could look up your birth date and, and look at your composition by element through that. Um, there's also the ancient practice of Chinese face reading and body reading, which also um, can give you an idea Um, But there's also personality typing quizzes. And I created my own, which is in my book. And it's also on my website that you can easily take. And it asks 20 questions about um, how you approach life, like what what your preferences are um, in, in many, many ways in your environment, in the way you dress, in your thinking about different aspects of your life. And it will it will give you an indicator of that kind of predominant element, at least as of now. Um, and it's it's pretty interesting working with this. It's it's not um, black and white. Very little, very few things in life are black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of fluid. So you know, people do ask me like, does my element change over time? And um, The answer is yes, it could. Um, But what I like people to consider is: you know, life situations do change us, obviously. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. what life is about. It's about growth and it's about exploring our kind of shadow side and learning how to benefit um, and how to, you know, raise our consciousness. But um, sometimes life, can distort who we truly are. And sometimes people identify with an element now, but as we kind of talk about it more deeply, they recognize, you know what? I am that element now because that was nurtured in my life because who I am and who I was as a child was not supported. Mm. Those traits were not supported. Um, And I became a different person. So there's lots of reasons why we kind of shift. I always like people to consider, what were the things that you loved to do as a child? What really lit you up before life changed you, you
0: know? When we identify what our element is and, and bring these into our home or into our
1: lives in different ways, what can we expect? Feeling more alignment. Um, that's going to um, really create an environment of being more in the flow and really appreciating our strengths and understanding our weaknesses and coming from a place of acceptance, like not, oh, well, I'm lazy. So (laughs) no, I'm just giving a for instance, or I'm quick to anger, which is definitely a wood trait. I'm quick to anger. So, you know, recognizing that Challenge in my life will help me um, breathe before perhaps I lash out at a loved one or a coworker, mm-hmm. um, and and it's seeing some of these characteristics that we may not have been mindful of before. So I think it's definitely it helps us on a path to um, higher consciousness and to more you know inner discovery. Which for me in my life, that has been absolutely uh, key to my spiritual growth and my spiritual path is learning who I am and learning my strengths and weaknesses. Um, And of course, when you're doing that, the benefit to that is like things are just, they flow better, relationships are better, and, you know, life is more joyful,
0: and what I'm hearing from you is this isn't judgmental. This is just a recognition. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what I used to enjoy when I was a kid, or oh, that. No wonder I'm I'm prone to this anger right now. Let's notice that it. It's not saying oh I'm a terrible person because I get angry all the time. It's noticing, right? So we can work with
1: absolutely. You.
0: Is there anything we can do today? I mean, do we have to remodel our house to start <laughs> moving into flow? Do we have to move out? Do you know how can we get started? Today, is there a practice yeah. I can take on?
1: Yeah. Well, I have. Um, depending on your element, um, I can. You know, you can pick up um, a few things that you might want to bring into your space, and maybe it's just simply moving things around your home. And here we get into the art of placement. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you find that you would, um, you know, plants, and and I have to say though. <laughs> I tell everybody they need live plants in their home, mm-hmm. um, regardless of what element they are, because plants are the number one um, uh, part of nature that we can easily bring indoors and have so many benefits beyond um, aligning with our element. Um, but um, you could maybe bring in some artwork with um, with trees or flowers, which are the wood element. You, you can bring in representations of your element into your home office space, into your bedroom, uh, into your home more. Um, It could be color as well. Doesn't have to be just art. Color materials of nature are really cool. And also recognizing so important, like you said before, is to get outside and uh, and it maybe sink into that particular element that you are. So if you're fire, um, enjoy some time sitting in the sun and soaking up that those rays. Um, if you're a water person, maybe go to the waterfront and and sit and appreciate that element there. Um, you know, so there's lots of ways we can work with the elements, both inside and outside. I, I love that. I think this is so interesting
0: and it's worth. The- getting this book, researching this. There's lots of stuff online, but I like, I mean, I can get a plant, right? I don't have mm-hmm. to like take out a wall to know greater right. <laughs> flow in my yeah, I can do the plant thing. I want that to be the Simply Start today for the listeners. Each week we offer something they can do right now Absolutely. to bring this practice into their life. And Maureen gave lots of great suggestions there and her book is filled with this stuff. But today I want you to go get a plant, because it's nourishing and nurturing, and you know I'm I'm not a messy type of person, but I have plants around the house, and they make I just feel better. I feel connected. I talk to them. I, yes. I I'm totally connected. And also I have these giant trees outside my office window, and I feel like they're part of my life. They're watching me grow and expand, and and uh, I'm watching them. And in I. I don't take that lightly. So simply start today. You guys go get yourself a plant and put it in a place where you can interact with it and be part of it and remind yourself that you're also part of the planet where these miraculous things grow and you are miraculous as well. I, I, I love that suggestion. Um, That brings us to the simply nifty segment too, where I talk about things I love practices or items or ideas Go get this book, Creating Luminous Spaces. It is fascinating. It's practical. It's enlightening. Um, and it really brings in information. And we've talked about a lot of stuff here on the show, you know, and and this is another way of integrating with your own energy and your own life. And I think it's completely fascinating and very practical, creating luminous spaces by Maureen Colomia. did I say that right you did <laughs> hey see I've been practicing over here creating luminous <laughs> spaces use the five elements for balance and harmony in your house and in your life I think it's worth the read I think it's simply nifty so that's a way for us to get started today also I'm really interested in you know Maureen I I bought this house we my husband and I looked for a house for ages a couple of years when we bought um. Uh-huh we couldn't figure out we saw gray houses. I mean, this is this is there's neat houses around here where I live in Oregon. And yet nothing really struck me. And we walked into this one that wasn't exactly what we were looking for. But it has windows everywhere. And I walked in on a day where it was pouring black Oregon rain, heavy <clears> clouds. <throat> and it was totally lit up by the skylights and the windows. And I I immediately, I walked in and said, this is it. And he said, you haven't even seen the house. And I said, no, I need these high ceilings. I need lots of light. And I couldn't pin it on anything. I didn't know why, but reading your book, it made me rethink that a little bit, that when we land in those spaces and we feel that way, it's important to pay attention because that's nature, inner and outer, kind of playing to our intuition, I think.
1: Absolutely! Oh, I can just see that. Um, I could just see your home. <laughs> Walking into your home, that sounds. Natural light is so important, and um, and and it is so important to um, to really appreciate our intuition and what it's telling us. Um, I had the, I had a similar situation with my current home, um, in that as soon as I walked in, I said, "This is it. This is it." <laughs> Yeah. And 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 it is. Um and and it it has been such a soul enriching home. Um I I do believe and I do talk about this in the book that our homes have a consciousness. Um that they're alive. They're alive too and they are these conscious um I don't know if you want to call beings but um but we are we really should approach our home with like opening a relationship um, and and cultivating that relationship.
0: I love that idea. I'm going to go walking through the halls in a different way now.
1: You know, it's funny. You walk into your home and 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 sometimes I walk in and then I I like stroke the door and the walls and just say thank you, thank you. Um, there's so much power in that, um, and, and the gratitude is just. Uh, tremendous and especially now with uh, the crazy past year we've had um, our homes have been everything to us much more than just a shelter Um, and we need to really we can we can benefit if we acknowledge that even if there's things that bother us about our homes I'm sure everybody could point to a few things that they love about their homes Something on the outside or something on the inside. So give gratitude toward that. Put your energy toward that, and you will feel the difference. Put your energy toward
0: the gratitude for your space. I I Mm -hmm. absolutely agree. You know, I I, we spent the last year well. We're still inside. Um, We're still not out interacting in the world in the way we were, and. Our home is comfortable, but the carpet is old and we've I've had kids and animals tracking through for, you know, the last fifteen years and the paint is chipped on the wall. And I walk in here and I feel so safe and so comfortable that I can sit on the couch and I can go through and say, Oh, I still never got art on this wall yet, or the carpet it needs to be cleaned, or I can sit there and say, Oh, I'm so grateful that it sheltered me. I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. that I can still feel comfortable and safe here. And Mm -hmm. that's what I choose. Because Mm -hmm. um, when we look at what a home really needs to be, it doesn't need to be fancy to be protection, right? Or shelter or safety.
1: Yeah, or nurturing
0: or nurturing. Right. Well, I I love this stuff. I want to talk about it all day. So uh, let's keep the conversation going. Where can
1: people find you and your work, Maureen? Okay, my website is luminous-spaces.com. And on my homepage, you will see a, it's called the True Nature Quiz. So what is your true nature? And like I said, it will take you through the different um uh, questions, and you will get. Uh, you'll end up with an article about your true nature element. Um, and of course, I'm on Facebook, Luminous Spaces Feng Shui, and Instagram, just my name, Maureen Calamia. All right.
0: Well, I'm gonna go all over and like you. So watch for uh-huh. my watch for my <laughs> name popping up. And oh, thank you. I think you should now. The quiz
1: is in the book. Am I remembering that right? Yes, it okay. is. Um, but but then I got a little high tech, and I actually created an automated quiz on my website. Awesome. Okay, so go take the
0: quiz, and you're going to learn more about the element that that is strongest for you and then go by the book because boring really goes through different ways that element shows up in our lives and and the way we can bring it into our lives in a way that supports us and, and makes us feel good and check out my newest book you recharged another way to access the energy in our lives to move into the flow and create the life you want i think when we pay attention to our inner and outer environments and move into alignment with the flow of not only who we are, but who we are as part of the greater universe. We can all live well, do good, and be happy.